0: Got so many different people who've been in the industry for years on end here to dissect the entertainment world. We got the one, the only me as I told you.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me on.
0: Anytime. Her credits include Profiler, Boston Public, as well as movies such as Hatchet Man and uh, numerous comedies and productions for Full Moon Entertainment. So, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much. Happy to be here.
0: So you, you said off air uh, numerous times uh, it all started in Boston, and the entertainment uh, bug hit you.
1: Yeah, well, not quite that simple, I guess. <laughs> I was, um, I was uh, in college, you know, and then I got into radio and television in Boston on the, you know, the business side of things, nice. and. Uh, and yeah, it was nice. I was working for a radio station called WRKO that's a talk radio station. Super fun. I loved it. And then I worked for the Boston Phoenix, which was like kind of the um, the cool hip, like what's going on in town, bands, that kind of stuff. So I loved that. Nice. And then, yeah. And then um I was in a kind of a traumatic, painful relationship. And I got kind of waylaid and what, you know, what my focus was. And so I was like, I'm hmm. just going to run, run away to L.A. So. Damn. Yeah. Well, it was a
0: lot. <laughs> uh, so. So much has changed in the world of entertainment. And now it seems like everyone's just. Finally wanting to tell more powerful stories. Make sure there's no shady characters on a production set and make sure everyone's speaking the same language um how would you describe how it was back when you first got into it in the late 90s early 2000s
1: yeah i really do appreciate that now that they have um some new intimacy coordinators
0: yes Mm -hmm.
1: so that's an interesting turn of events um so how it was when i got there uh very you know it was respectful you know we they were very, very kind and considerate of how you felt uh, in those situations. And um, yeah, you know, everybody was real nice and it was very, very professional. And, uh, you know, in that regard, I didn't mind it. Um, Great. Yeah. And, you know, there were a lot of opportunities. I didn't really necessarily want to head in that direction with, with acting. Um, but it became uh, apparent that uh, if you're going to survive in L.A., you better, you know, take what you can get. So I, I got to that place where it was just like, I'm going to have to do this. So. Very
0: nice. And uh, how about, uh, did you ever run into producer Charles, Charles Ban?
1: What's the last name?
0: Uh, Charles Ban. No. did a lot of your productions. Uh, he's so funny in interviews because he's just very sarcastic. He's like, if you guys don't want to watch all my killer doll movies or over the <laughs> top movies, stop buying them. <laughs>
1: That's a, that is a perfect answer. Nobody should complain about anything. They should just like turn turn the other way. You don't need to like, you know, put negativity out there. That's nice. Yeah. Uh
0: when uh what was the casting agents often like now because i've heard just from numerous eras just how it seems to just always vary some people consider it just there's it's good but there's occasionally a rude casting director and other times it so my
1: my experience was very professional because i was in a i mean i don't know if you call it like the upper b (laughs) move like with playboy you know, right. so they were very professional. Um, I thank goodness I didn't have to go down to like where they would be, you know, a little bit more sketchy. Mm-hmm. So there was a rep, even though it was a B reputation there, they still had, you know, parameters that they had to uphold. So I never had to get into any weirdness with directors or producers. It was That's just good. all straightforward. Yeah. Just like, it was just like being on a regular television set or a movie set honestly
0: that that's wonderful to hear because i hear all these other awful stories and it's like man where oh. were the police
1: isn't that awful
0: yeah um it takes out the fun of even doing any kind of movie lowbrow or highbrow and it's just like well if people are gonna get hurt then that's all you remember it from people got and hurt. i
1: think i think that that kind of stuff goes on in uh in a movies and you know it goes mm-hmm. on in every walk of life in any office you're gonna have some creeps um, but no, I never had anyone take advantage of me. I think that, um, I have sort of a demeanor that was different, not very, not very like a sexual demeanor, just more business. Yeah. So I, like, I kind of gave off that vibe, like, don't fuck with me
0: basically. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say fuck on here? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, we, we we're, we're blunt. So okay, uh, it, it's cool to know though, is cause, uh, you would every once in a while read about how some people were taking up Taekwondo because they were afraid they'd get like jumped after they like finished up a production. I'm like, Oh Lord, wow. where are you filming?
1: Oh my. Wow.
0: Yeah. So. <laughs> Just eliminating.
1: Maybe I should have, maybe I was being like naive. I was very, very naive when I went there. I had never seen anything like this because I, I grew up in such a It wasn't necessarily sheltered on purpose it's just the way that the world sort of was then Mm. everything was very safe and where i grew up there wasn't any knowledge of porn i mean maybe some people but of course there's no internet there's no cell phones you're just i'm in the
0: country tiny town and this is back when it would actually have a semi-plot before it got all over the top explicit (laughs)
1: Oh, I haven't even. Is it over the top now?
0: It, it can't I'd be now. I always had like.
1: A, <laughs> really, well, that sucks. But Yeah, we there was there had to be a lot of talking for me to agree to do it because I, ugh, I hated those physical scenes so much, and they eventually they just started to say like, well. Let's get her for the more talking parts, and she's not gonna want to do that kissing. And I would just be like,
0: "I'm not kissing you," <laughs> and I would like. <laughs> <high five. laughs> so, you wonder went under the name Ava Lake for a while. uh Was that?
1: Oh yeah. So this is the thing. I was when I saw what this material was. I didn't like it, and I said, you know, where is this going to be distributed? And Of course. They just basically said, "Oh yeah, just in Europe, but you can just put a fake name out there and uh, nobody will ever know." <laughs> so I just made that up on the fly, like no no rhyme or reason. <laughs> and I'm just, again, so naive to all of this, and uh, went with it. And then you know, ten years later, come to find out, oh well, your mom's a B movie star.
0: <laughs> Bad news what would you have done differently? Do you think oh. have you had a better agent or just more knowledge of the industry?
1: Yeah. I, um, I would have stayed in my actual business career. Maybe if I was going to undertake so, like something like acting, I would have saved up more money. Cause I had no way of knowing that moving to Los Angeles was really, uh, impossible if you don't have a good savings and no kind of friends there or job waiting so i would have stayed in my career in boston maybe i mean maybe stayed there forever because i miss it terribly um and uh yeah i wouldn't have just but again i said i was going through something traumatic so i just kind of took off without Mm. thinking about it
0: Mm. yeah wanted to get away from all that pain
1: yeah but i don't you know you don't regret it because those things make you who you are and i'm Really grateful for the knowledge I have now. And maybe what I can contribute is helping someone else to not get caught up or taken
0: advantage of. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, What is your current profession now?
1: So now um, I have a photography business and I'm starting a podcast as well, like you. So
0: nice. (laughs) Got speed to that.
1: Yeah. Excited. I love talking to people and like, kind of picking their brain and that kind of thing. So.
0: Very cool. Uh, Did you also have a dancing background?
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, I was a cheerleader in the NFL. Hmm. So, you know, that was all dancing and gymnastics and I just adored that. So yeah, I danced my entire childhood, you know, ballet and um jazz dancing and then the new england patriots
0: there you go yeah yeah if there was anything you'd do differently you know i mean you've already mentioned just different career decisions and everything but Mm -hmm. um what are some other like areas that you would recommend everyone check out like this is a cool like acting studio this is a cool uh dance studio like Mm -hmm. these are the places to go to now where you can prevent mistakes that you otherwise couldn't avoid back in the day?
1: I guess what I would say is there's like, I don't know, it's a larger percentage than 50. The people that are going to approach you, you know, I get approached by an agent at a coffee shop. If people are going to come up to you and do that, it's you know, 75, 80 percent. No, not legit.
0: Mm. So I
1: would I would just say do your research. Now we can do research because we have computers, I didn't yes. even have a computer or a phone, there was no way for me to any conception. Yeah. Like, so I was just like, Oh, cool, like an agent. And then there was just Yeah, so I would say that like, do your research. Um, and I, I would definitely um, sway people away from going with any sort of nudity. Yeah. type things because once you do that, I don't care how you could have a college degree, it doesn't matter. Once you do that, you are stigmatized. Yeah. And it's going to be very tough to dig out of that hole.
0: Right. Yeah. Kind of like if you're playing, I don't know, a creature in a monster suit or just a tough guy that's all everyone wants to cast you as.
1: Yeah, character
0: actors. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. Except like you say it's a little more hard because then you still have this privacy to deal with. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, uh, are there any other uh, talents or friends in the industry who you've actually been impressed by how their career's gone, how it's.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's shifted? this girl, Kira Reed. Do you know Kira?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of she... acting and TV hosting. Yeah.
1: And she's seems to be doing great um and then there's regina i don't quite i don't remember her last name but
0: regina russell yes she's married to i think twisted sister and she did an awesome
1: i think he passed away
0: but yeah, she did an awesome uh rock music uh documentary and i was like interesting yeah. talk about a career yeah. shift because she was starring in some more mainstream movies but still would get called back to do some of those you know, TV films where you're just like, hmm, okay, you
1: know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a few girls like that, and a couple of girls that actually went into photography as well. And so you, it's like going in from in front of the camera to kind of on the more of the creative side. So I really enjoy that. I kind of like being the creative producer instead of the subject.
0: There you go. Yeah, you were starring in a few occasional uh, horror movies. Did you ever have dreams to be even be a screen queen?
1: No. no, I didn't even know what that was. <laughs> okay. no concept. just okay, give me the script, pay me so I can survive and eat. Just Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. we're just flying blind, you know back then <laughs> did you uh did you live in that time when
0: we, before all this? I did, and it was interesting to me just how you had to really just be more imaginative. <laughs> It was also interesting how, when the internet was in its first infancy, how just people didn't realize how good they have it. And it's like, okay, well, this can be used to just look at stupid stuff, or it can be used to enhance your education. And, but you still have to actually learn the material. And I mean, you typically, I mean, I would see people using it to type up papers. And it's like, yeah, but you might want to go about it like actually writing that out on paper before you type it up. Right. Yeah, there's
1: something about the hand to paper, um, brain to hand connection,
0: that really helps uh, the creative process. Otherwise, it's really not that much different than a typewriter. Exactly. You can go back and correct a few things, but can you always correct it? Maybe not. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So. uh, no that's very cool um uh, yeah, so uh I- i've seen a lot of other people in similar professions who would uh, it's like once the 90s ended it's like they got in everything from real estate to oh. uh, uh, insurance and uh, those also have been impacted heavily by the internet you know as like people used to even pay other people to design a website but then they decided well I can build it myself. Mm-hmm. I don't need to hire an extra hand. So how do you think many people will just kind of stay positive knowing hey, my job could end any day but I got a backup plan? What do you mean? Like uh I could have a career field that might be impacted by a different like oversaturation or too many other people
1: Oh, yeah, that's really difficult. Like the photography business, everyone has a cell phone. Um, Once they take take a few like cool things and like edit it on the phone, they're like, oh, I'm really talented. (laughs) (laughs) And then they go and they start like a business. But yeah, it's super, super difficult to make a living um, because you're dealing with a lot of people that will – go into it and charge a lot less than you and uh so i don't know that's the scary thing we got to just keep being creative and uh finding avenues for our knowledge you know
0: be fearless
1: <laughs> yeah exactly like we have nothing to lose by trying you know so
0: uh what is photography what did it mean to you like growing up before you took it on as your newest career field
1: um so i was like whatever, amateur, I guess. I was like six. (laughs) (laughs) I was amateur at six Um, since, uh, yeah. So I would go to Jamaica all the time with my dad and mom. He was a marine biologist. Well, he is a marine biologist. And so we would go diving and I would just snorkel because I was six or seven and uh, we would go every year. And I got those little throwaway cameras that are like, they were yellow Kodak Instamatic. (laughs) And so I just got really got into it as a child and then started kind of building up my camera quality and things I would take photos of. And I just always gravitated towards recording images on paper, whether it be with photography or drawing, painting, just artistic minded. Oh, boy. Yeah. And this is again
0: back when photoshop was in its early stages you know (laughs) yeah yeah now it's wild how photoshop has kind of done an about face where now every other person can tell okay you oh i know that that has too much saturation
1: (laughs) yeah it's super interesting to see how people like edit their photos and then how people like react to that like or is it too touched up or is it not enough and So, you know, some people are going back to film, and it's pretty cool,
0: you know? Yeah, no man. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, so. And uh, I'm glad you bring up photography, though, too, because I'm in so many DFW uh, photo groups, and every once in a while, we have to report a creep, like someone who's, like, not even using those photos. Uh, Some of them aren't even, are just... Doing the typical, I refuse to pay anybody. I'm like, uh, uh-uh. you better say explicitly this is a trade for print.
1: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of problems with that. People
0: taking other people's material. I, I've noticed that too. I I, I have a great uh, mechanic family friend, and uh, he runs a church group, and he was noticing how uh, there was. Some other people claiming, hey, you're using this other image that we are licensed to use. And it's like, well, technically, this is, you know, doing some research on that photo. Thank God for Google now allowing this. You can make sure, hey, Mm -hmm. that's an image that you've licensed from another site. Mm -hmm. So technically, we both have the license and agreement to use this image. Right. Not just one or the other, but not everyone has time to do all their homework or figure out who's telling the truth or not. Yeah.
1: True. I actually had a lawyer contact me from LA. I, I never called back because I thought it was a bit odd, but he <laughs> said, uh, he left a message and he said, I'm calling you about your copyright law or something or other like that. And I just kind of blew it off. But then I'm thinking, maybe there is stuff that's going on that I don't know about, but he was that's like, easy. yeah, you want to protect your copyrights.
0: So it's, It's really a lot of trouble having to even just do all this extra homework, making sure, you know, it's validated and everything, but whatever we can do to protect it. Um, uh, What are some other just like tips and tricks that you would recommend in today's world, just other than, you know, not being on social media too long, making sure everybody's speaking the same language when agreeing to whatever project? Hmm. I know. Sorry. <laughs> no, I
1: know. I. I know. It's okay. I have to process this for a minute. I would say, everyone seems to be like kind of looking outside themselves for validation. Mm. Um, you know, I look like this. Give me likes or this or that. And so, what I learned over the years, and you know, maybe it is just a thing that takes. Years to you know formulate in your brain, but I learned how to find home, like just to not have to be externally focused.
0: Yes, and
1: it's like really awesome because then you're like free of all of the bullshit, and yes. you're just like okay. But I I don't know maybe that's something that takes a while. But I would say be less dependent on posting your shit. You know,
0: it's a good way to put it. Yeah. I, I love how we're also having this blunt conversation because I see so many who are afraid to even be blunt. Oh, I'm going to anger someone. I'm like, well, you're to okay. true to yourself.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. I think that honestly, during the movies is when I was completely fake because I hated it.
0: So, <laughs> well, and they're <laughs> also asking you to not be believable because of how low-brow the material is. So it's like, Ugh. well, so what do you guys want? How can we even dissect exactly. what's a good or bad performance?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. The writing
0: was just like, bad. my yeah. <laughs> It is what it is. Uh, you ever heard of comedian Tim Thomerson?
1: Yeah, I've heard that name.
0: Okay, well, he worked for a lot of those same production companies, you know, oh. transfers, and he, he always jokes around, my, my wife hates all those movies. and <laughs> It's like, yeah, because you're pretty much just playing an unstoppable super guy killing zombies it's just dorky <laughs> oh my gosh and after a while i mean and damage is done people still want to send them autographs about it but it's like well i don't really want to talk about those movies <laughs> oh that's a
1: funny you're speak speaking of autographs i have a, like a lot of fans and they send me stuff to sign it's amazing because i you don't even, get fan mail <laughs> i still get fan mail and it's crazy i'm just like oh my gosh like look at this
0: there i feel this so, i feel kind
1: of bad for them because they seem sort of like. You know, lonely,
0: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so people are actors, guys. It happens,
1: <laughs> yeah, my daughter's uh. texting me. I'm like, I'm on a call <laughs> She'll have to wait a
0: second, okay, we won't be too much longer um, so, uh, looking at how uh the modeling industry has changed and how people have come to terms with embracing mental health and not trying to give a negative image about how everyone's body looks and, uh, well, what are some other stuff that you think could change in the industry? And how do you think it should change?
1: Hmm. Well, like, again, I would say be complete, which is extremely difficult high bar, try to have as much of your self confidence before you go into that,
0: uh, if that makes
1: sense. Okay.
0: Oh, that that's good because then you won't have any of this second guessing or doubting or being bothered by anything petty someone might say. Right.
1: And you won't you won't be um, like don't be naive. Do your research before, because then you won't be they, you won't be able to be taken advantage of. Like when people say, oh, yeah, yeah, no, you should do this because it's going to get you here or there, you know, if I knew then that that's bull, you know, like you're not going to be the next, whatever, Marilyn Monroe by posing for Playboy, you know? Yeah. (laughs) So I think that. (laughs) It's
0: not going to happen. No.
1: I think that um, people need to kind of do their research before they head in there
0: good way to put it um and were there any other mentors or icons you were inspired by growing up or did that still just kind of factor out because of the naive growing up
1: Hmm. um I really loved Audrey Hepburn I still love her I love Audrey Hepburn and Sophia Loren um you know Breakfast at Tiffany's all those old movies so I had that old Hollywood kind of dream going in. So yeah, I definitely love love all the old movies and the the actresses
0: from that that era. Very nice.
1: Yeah.
0: Are you still a movie fan?
1: Yeah, I am. Okay. No. <laughs> I, I watch more. I uh, watch a lot of documentaries um, now and i like talkie movies things that are kind of a couple people in a room just talking like
0: ripping yeah
1: yeah uh-huh like there's one called my dinner with andre
0: there you go Are
1: that's you familiar? familiar
0: yeah absolutely there's a classic talking movie <laughs>
1: oh i love it yeah that's like literally all talk right <laughs>
0: Oh, totally. I was even looking for a positive uh, high school movie the other day, and I was like, hey, uh, let me look up Stand and Deliver. Oh, Stellar yeah. movie still holds up. It's an 80s movie that isn't outdated, so to speak, but it's also not one of those, like, you couldn't show a certain group. It's mm-hmm. just it's just right. And uh, uh it, it was annoying to me. I'm like, you're telling me of all the stuff in the Warner Bros. vault, this is not on HBO Max. So I just went and bought it five bucks on Amazon, and like yeah, yeah. Oh. Oh,
1: I I have so many streaming services, crazy. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs>
1: and of course, football can't forget football. I watch that all the time.
0: There you go. Uh, what team are you?
1: Well, I cheered for the Patriots. So.
0: Still on the Patriots? <laughs> okay, awesome. Yeah,
1: I am. Uh, yeah, can't hey, wait to go
0: back to a game. But isn't it also interesting how we're also. Uh we're we're finally having a dissect on reminding everyone, hey, we can be a friendly rivalry anymore. We don't have to be toxic if someone likes a certain team.
1: Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I like, still
0: see it. It's like, oh, you love that team.
1: <gasps> well, people I identify their their self with um their stories, like I'm from here, so this is how I am, this is my team. Like, you know.
0: <laughs> like, this is how I am. Famous last words. Yeah. Or, oh, yeah. I'm going to be a jerk. Uh, no, you can change being a jerk. Yes. So, and uh, altogether, um, what do you think it is about the spectacle of sports that actually brings some people together?
1: Mm. So, that's a really cool question because there's something the brain patterns when you're watching something and you're both all these humans are thinking the same thing and their brains are working in the same fashion it also happens with music and like concerts um so the cellular this the brain's synapses are firing in the same way when they're receiving the the sport or the music yes that it the energy goes across to humans in a bring it, it, it feel like, Oh, you know, it's my comrade. <laughs>
0: yeah. But we don't even know how to take that in all, all the imagery, all just, well, what our uh, ears are picking up. And the fact that even half the time you'll see a music fan, you can tell that they are uh, tone deaf because they are playing their music way too loud. I'm like, if you need to crank it up that loud, then you're doing so much damage. Yeah, that's annoying. (laughs) Uh, I recommend these uh, glasses that are called True Dark, and they basically just... It's great for if you're watching a movie late at night or even playing, doing something that involves a computer. It it removes the so-called junk light, as they call it. So... You don't confuse I don't your brain. Understand.
1: Wait, like, what does that mean?
0: So often, half the time, especially if people have an inconsistent schedule, if they're going to sleep late at night, mm-hmm. but they've just been, had all the screen, all that light hit their eye, that oh. confuses their brain, so it takes longer to drift to sleep.
1: That's so true. Yeah, that, the whatever it's called. Is it called LED? I don't even know. But yeah,
0: it's com- some of the LEDs, but it's what a bit What of, comes
1: off the phone, like, messes with your yeah and even
0: though we can set it to night mode it's still interesting how if you just put some of these glasses on like uh, i do it always around eight o'clock because it's like okay there's going to be something well and anyone can do it true dark and no i was not paid to endorse them but it's just interesting how uh, (laughs) we have all these shortcuts we have all this stuff that the the biohacks as they call it
1: Have you ever like woken up in the night and looked at your phone and it's on blast light wise?
0: <laughs> I haven't, just, but I can only imagine uh, that sensation is like, whoa.
1: Ah. Yeah, that, that's hard. I do that a lot. So I have to remember to turn down my, um, you know, light. before. I I it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what you are know, they called? What are the glasses called? Uh, tr- True dark. True dark. Okay. Like, T-R-U-E and then. D-A-R-K.
1: Cool. Very
0: nice. I'll
1: have to check that out.
0: <laughs> uh, I completely recommend. Um, All together, uh, this has been a cool summary, just uh, describing stuff that kind of gets you up in the morning. Uh, but what is your personal like formula that you recommend for everyone? It's like, Just do this every day, do that, do this. It'll Mm. make a difference. For sure. For sure. So if I don't run
1: or walk or do something like exercise wise, I find that my mood just kind of goes into more of a darker space Mm. where I can't really think as clearly or as creatively. So for me, and I, well, it's, it's, it's true for like all humans, I believe it just ups your serotonin and dopamine so that, you know, you can be more productive. So that is what I've learned. Because when 2020 hit and my gym closed, what, you know, Oh dear. I, yeah, I stopped working out for a long time there, like probably for, I don't know, two years. So I got back into it a year ago and feel
0: tremendously better. I heard you. I actually did a lot, started a lot of that this year.
1: Oh, good. I was what with are you sleep. Doing?
0: I just saw a mixture of running and swimming, but mm. now I'm going to have to figure out uh what to do in addition to walking around because, you know, it's going to get cold here. So, <laughs> and, uh, but like you say, it, it does free up your mind and your body, and you just have to think about, okay, what's next? I'm energized now.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, the, the other thing that's really great is, um, you know listening to podcasts
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know when you're walking or something it just that that also like it, all these different conversations and you know intelligent you know takes on whatever you're interested in at that moment so you're walking and you're getting your brain going and then the in the you know information's coming in so
0: that's kind of nice yeah it's a good escape and Have you even, now that you're starting your own podcast, isn't it kind of cool how we all kind of embrace radio in a way, but when we finally take it on, we fall even more in love with it because now we're kind of doing a tribute to what we grew up with what Mm. was kind of one of the few things available back then.
1: That's true. I never thought of it that way.
0: It all circles around.
1: It's scary too, though, because you're like, what if I mess up?
0: (laughs) Sounds stupid. (laughs) To be fair, I mean... I think a lot of people in the radio industry are very full of themselves and that can kind of cynicism can kind of come off and kind of hurt us in a way. Like I used to even be an unpaid intern at a internet radio station, mm-hmm. long story short, all the DJs were complete jerks and mm-hmm. they want us to do all these errands and it's like are you going to at least compensate us for gas? You know?
1: <laughs> what were oh you were an intern? Gotcha.
0: Yeah, I was it wasn't anything significant just the segment timer it's like okay mm-hmm. and 5 minutes and we got to wrap it up but uh it was interesting because everyone was like oh internet radio it's going to take off
1: it just, exactly
0: it. no oh. <laughs> so but again back to what you're saying is it's like it, it 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 costs nothing to be nice and so uh i mean i i i was electrified when and very glad to hear that you had some positive experiences even though a lot of these movies and tv shows were not anything anyone was really keen on being a part of it's still this is like it's a lost art to make any kind of entertainment industry production just a just very sincere uh you know on time on budget no hostile energy Uh uh-huh and it just seems like it still pops up once in a while. and it's like, oh, guys, can't have that. Can't mm-hmm. have sleepless nights being angry at everybody.
1: <laughs> Mm-mm. I don't I don't really have like an anger gene. I'm just like peacemaker. I want peace. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Why can't people just be nice?
0: <laughs> well, and I, I, I applaud just the walking in the opposite direction because I think we all have that. And every once in a while, someone we'll just want to confront all that negative energy and that just makes them even more riled up. So it's just like, well, Mm -hmm. if this is something that needs to change, you can confront it. If it's something that's impacting you, just, you know, find an alternate Avenue.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Uh,
0: Isn't it also wild uh, bringing up podcasts? uh, I love so many of the fitness and health podcasts Mm because
1: they speak about
0: the number one thing that is kind of the source of negativity and that is insecurity
1: oh exactly like that goes back to posting yourself all over socials
0: mm-hmm. all the stands and karens narcissism yeah, the people validation. who the grumpy uncle who no one talks to you know at thanksgiving you know we're just like ooh, huh. yeah they huh. they didn't have it good so they're just putting everyone down i i'm, I'm miserable so therefore i must make you miserable
1: yes what? it's uh and it doesn't matter like So when someone is carrying around that pain within them, it doesn't really matter what they lay it on. It could be any president, it could be Mm -hmm. any situation in the world, they have to get that out and blame it on something external, because it's too painful to realize no, this is something that I am going to have to get rid of, on my own work on myself internally.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) So. Yeah. And sometimes it takes people, they don't get it in, in a lifetime. And then some, you know, and I find a lot of that knowledge comes through really going through the ringer and having a lot of pain. And then you're like, well, nothing is, nothing's getting fixed, you know, outside myself. What, what, what can I do to
0: very little changes?
1: Right. So once you, yeah. So get rid of what's going on inside by mm-hmm. with that whatever self-help work you need to do.
0: Perfect. You can impact your surroundings, can't impact the world. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: We can only do, yeah, that little bit and hope the energy butterfly effect, right?
0: Right. Are there any cool charities or nonprofit organizations you've witnessed that you've just been just so impressed at their just thankless efforts?
1: Um, Going back into the positive realm. (laughs) Jeez. I don't really have that much going on because I'm in such a small town, so. But I do like, I like what they're doing with Alzheimer's. Um, and then there's um, uh, there's a traumatic brain injury uh, uh, thing that the NFL takes on every year, which is really interesting. And they try to, of course, players are still getting hurt, but it's nice that they're finally addressing that. That's nice. Get you know better equipment and that kind of thing
0: um, instead of acting like hey the issue doesn't exist let's argue with the insurance companies you yeah. know
1: yeah exactly but I, I also like um, charities that help children um, when we were in the New England Patriots we would go to like all the um, children's hospitals in Boston and I mean we're not doing much we're just giving them visits and company. So that was nice just to see the kids smile and you know hope for whatever small things we can give back.
0: Nice. Uh and what do you like uh mainly about the San Antonio area where you're based? The <laughs> atmosphere, the um, communities, the crowds.
1: I am actually an hour away from San Antonio. Oh okay. So Yeah, it's um, very, very small. And so if I'm going to do anything, like I'm doing my podcast from San Antonio. So I like San Antonio because it's the diversity, um, the art scene, theater, um, restaurants, it's a super cool city. So yeah, definitely. It's fun. There's some really like old buildings that are beautiful as well. And the architecture is really cool
0: lovely yeah. and you have any artwork that you'd like to frame every once in a while or just like that's going in the living room
1: no <laughs> oh, isn't that weird like i'm a photographer and i like i like my walls to be pretty um clean i think i have maybe a couple things but no i don't go doing much of the framing
0: oh that's fine yeah You're going to create it all for (laughs) yourself.
1: I used to have a studio where I had all the stuff up on the walls, but it seemed that studio work um, wasn't really where people were wanting their photos taken. They want to go outside and have them taken. So I kind of moved away from those interior studio photos.
0: Nice. Yeah. Any cameras you recommend? or
1: um
0: in the photography you know, i
1: i haven't used anything but canon so that's right. my go-to just because that's what i'm familiar with um but i've heard that you know nikon minolta you know
0: it's so great. annoying when you encounter a camera snob and it's like they all work you can <laughs> make them work it's not a rivalry
1: even like old cameras that don't do all the don't have all the bells and whistles you can make the same thing still yeah you
0: know, it all works,
1: <laughs> it all it all does the same thing. It's just it's probably a little bit more um, tedious to get to the end yes. result, you know.
0: In which case, you know, right then and there, whether your heart is in this or not? That is true. Yeah,
1: I, li- I like the creative process of taking the photo and then looking at it, looking at it um, on the screen and being able to just tweak it. I don't like to do too much, but you know, tweak it a hair, you know, here or there. Sweet. hmm
0: Any sites you recommend for hosting photography or do you recommend just kind of doing gallery shows?
1: Um, what do you mean site? Oh, you mean posting it online? Yeah. I simply use my, fake because I'm in such such a small town that my Facebook is sufficient for that and Instagram. Um, and then for like chatting and asking questions, I go to the Canon, um, forum. Yeah. So so many like smart people on those forums.
0: Way better than just getting annoyed by this doesn't work or this does Mm -hmm. work.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You can just type in like, you know, whatever you want and somebody's talking about it or answer that question. Nice. Nice. I haven't listened to any pod. That's a. I should start listening to photography podcasts.
0: That would be kind of cool, maybe. There's plenty to get inspired by. I'm sure there's a photography podcast out there somewhere. (laughs) Yes, for sure. Well, this has been a wonderful summary and chat, and just a cool, just nothing but positive vibes.
1: (laughs) For sure. Yeah, I appreciate you um, getting in touch. So, who's who's next up on your list?
0: Uh, we're actually going to be interviewing some uh, indie uh, rock musicians and Ooh. just in various places they played. Kind of more of a road trip kind of story.
1: <laughs> That's cool. Yep. Love music. Indie music's the best.
0: Isn't it really? Yeah. And oh that, fun. I, I, I'm with you. All, all I listen to is satellite radio and uh, college stations. <laughs> it's like, I don't oh, have time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Instead of being annoyed by someone who's talented but not your forte move mm-hmm. on to something better
1: yeah. yeah
0: well wish nothing but the best and
1: i appreciate
0: it anytime I'll, nice
1: talking to you
0: absolutely i'll update you when this drops and godspeed to you <laughs> thank you bye-bye All right, take care we'll return after these messages and even the Muppets versus Sesame Street. That one was crazy. So if you're a fan of geek culture and love a spirited debate, check out the Who Would Win Show wherever you get your podcasts, or check us out at whowouldwinshow.com. Follow us on the web on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.